Hi, everybody. My name is Alina Mendoza, and I'm a photographer and traveler and creator and host of the Soul Mad Crowd. Today, I have Karen on the podcast with us, and Karen is a world traveler and location-independent entrepreneur who has been traveling while running her own business since 2016. She is the face behind the Little Black Shell group, which includes the popular travel blog www.littleblackshell.com, and most recently, her social media agency, LB Social, which focuses on turning brands into Instagram destinations. Karen also has a few new projects she's working on, and her current focus is establishing an agency in LA and Barcelona, continue to work to grow her travel blog, and developing a course to help others become location independent, and launching a women's empowerment program to give women the foundation they need to turn their dreams into a reality. So, Karen, thanks so much. It sounds like you have a lot on your plate, so I'm really excited to talk to you about everything that you have going on and to talk about your journey and how you started traveling and working on all of these really exciting things. Yes, thanks so much for having me on. I'm really excited. Yeah, of course. So uh, Karen and I, we actually have not met in person, but we have uh, connected through Instagram, how some of the greatest friendships start. So um, (laughs) we're in the same time zone right now. So hopefully we'll be able to meet up soon. But I wanted to get her on the podcast as soon as possible, Um, just because we I've been following along with her and a lot of her adventures in Spain and Peru. So Um, Yeah, I just love to hear how you started traveling and started working on all of these things. So, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we definitely need to meet now that we're on the same time zone. Just wanted to get that out there. Um, (laughs) It needs to happen now. But but basically, (laughs) I know exactly. Like, finally. Um, But yeah, um, we have been connecting on Instagram, which is basically how I've made a lot of friends as well. Um, But I feel like we've had a similar travel journey, like the past few years, at least, or the past year, at least, like you were in Europe when I was in Europe, and so on. Um, But my story, um, I guess it's a little different but the same as like everyone else i just had like a really strong passion for travel like i've always wanted to travel the world like i always envisioned myself doing it and by myself um from the age of like five years old um but when i i'm from peru i was born there um in lima and then my family moved to the states and to california when i was 10 years old and then i ended up getting married when i was 18 to my high school sweetheart. Um, we were married for six years, but it ended up being a toxic relationship. And I decided that I didn't want to be a part of it anymore um, last year. And that's when I started traveling solo. But okay. we, yeah, so it was kind of like something negative that pushed me to like finally make that decision to leave everything and go travel. Um, but before that, in 2016, I went on a around the world trip with said husband, um, which was, <laughs> which was kind of like the start of my travels. Um, I had planned this trip before and I wanted to take it on my own. Um, but then he decided to join. It was kind of like a way of us to try and fix the relationship. We went for six months, did three months in Europe, two months in Asia, one month in Australia, and then went back to California. 
And then when we came back, I decided that I wanted to keep traveling. Um, the travel bug had like bit me and I needed to keep going. Um, but at this time I really wanted to do it on my own. It was just like, I needed to follow my passion. So I did it. Um, I left last year and I've been traveling ever since mainly around Europe. Um, also went back to Peru for a few months and right now I'm in California, but I don't know till when. <laughs> wow. Okay. So where did you end up? Um, tell me more about your travels in 2016, because it really sounds like that's like formed. Uh, mm-hmm. I, the same thing happened to me when I traveled in 2016. I was like, I just knew I wanted to travel and go some places. But then in 2017 is where I really gained a lot of clarity in how I wanted everything to be in my life. So can you just uh, tell me, tell me more about 2016 and how that really shaped 2017 and, you know, everything that you're working on now? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So 2016 was kind of like a trial period for me, right? Like I had been wanting to travel for a long time, obviously, since I was little. Um, and this finally gave me the opportunity to do it. Um, I had my blog already, but it wasn't, my blog didn't start as a travel blog. It actually started as a fashion blog. Um, because I was studying fashion merchandising and I thought I wanted a career in fashion. My blog was already at around 15K or something like that on Instagram followers, um, which is not really a ton, um, but it did give me a solid foundation to start doing collaborations. Um, so in 2016, my husband and I had our first split, and that's why I started to plan this trip. Um, we got back together. We ended up doing it together. But before that, I had already planned basically like the whole route. My plan was to go travel around Europe for three months, um, like over the summer, and then go to Spain to live. For some reason, Spain had gotten in my mind and I just wanted to go and see it. I have no idea why. Like I had no interest in going before, but all of a sudden it just went in my head. Um, and then, yeah, very, very random. Um, it happens. That's what yeah. happened with me. I was like, I actually had like Spain in my mind of like where I wanted right. to go in 2016. And then somebody was like, you should go to Portugal. And so I ended up going to Portugal first and staying in Portugal for two months instead of going to Spain at all. So <laughs> I totally it get it. <laughs> it happens. You just got to kind of follow your gut, you know? Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically like I, I had gotten this in my head and once I get something in my head, I need to follow through with it. Otherwise I go nuts. So I started, fo- I started planning the trip. Um, and I decided it's like, okay, I'm a broke 20 something year old. Like I don't come from money. Like my travels were not funded by anyone but myself. Um, so I was like, how can I do this? How can I? just travel the world with barely any savings. Cause at the time I didn't have anything really. Um, yeah. and I decided the best way to do that was to utilize my blog. So I started reaching out to hotels, restaurants, every, every possible like opportunity I wanted to take. Um, and my first stop was London. So I was supposed to be in London for three weeks and I was able to secure collaborations for most of those three weeks um, in London with hotels and restaurants. So that's that's kind of like the start of my travel blogging career, I guess, um, was just that deep desire to travel. And then just <laughs> I just didn't take no for an answer. When someone would tell me no, I was like, oh, but look, this is what I can do for you and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just kept insisting until they said yes, basically. Um but those, <laughs> yeah. So don't give up, guys. Don't give up. Don't take yeah. no for an answer. 
I was like, I am like going to send a hundred emails. <laughs> I've totally. totally done that before. It's like, you just need one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You just need like one little break and then you're set. Um, but yeah, I mean, those six months really helped me. They opened my eyes. They opened my mind. Um, they changed my life. Like it completely changed me. Um, in Europe, I, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with like all the cities that I was visiting. I felt like the lifestyle in general there and the way of thinking aligned more with my way of thinking. Um, I always kind of felt like an outsider here in, um, the U S not, not for anything. I don't know, specific. It's just, it's very much, um, you live to work mentality versus like enjoying every day. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't really align with my culture, my beliefs. Um, I believe that your life is to live it, you know, um, not to just spend your days enslaved in a corporate job. So that really like helped cement those values and beliefs, I guess. Um, and then all the people I was meeting along the way were just so inspiring. Um, it, it just helped me like understand that there was a different way of living and I wanted to keep exploring it. Um, so after the six months ended, we came back to California. I was here for six months in California. Um, uh-huh. and I was going crazy back to LA or <laughs> between like LA and like Palm Springs. Um, uh, I was in Palm Springs for the first two months and then I moved to Long Beach. Um, kind of okay. like a studio apartment there. And yeah. Um, but yeah, those, those six months, all I could think about was that I, I was such a different person and I couldn't be back in the same environment that broke me, I guess. Um, yeah. So I decided to leave and keep exploring. Um, but yeah, it just, it just changed. I kind of wanted to talk about because it, we do have very parallel travel experiences. Yeah. And, um, I know how I felt once I came back from traveling just for four months. And I also felt the same way that I was a completely different person. And, you know, the place that I've called home, you know, I, I grew up in Colorado, but I was like, I was born in San Diego and then, you know, have been living in San Diego for the past 15 years. And San Diego felt as much as I love San Diego. Like when I came back from traveling, like it felt like a completely different place. Like just this immediate thought of like, wow, this place is, does not feel like home anymore. And so I don't know what type of experience that you had, but I do kind of want to talk about what your experience was coming back home or, I mean, just coming back to California in general and then, um, yeah, what, what, uh, what kind of feelings, you know, were you going through? Um, so definitely I've been, since I started my travel journey, I've been back in California on three different occasions. So that time in the beginning of 2017, when I, or yeah, beginning of 2017, when I moved back for a, a few months, um, then I left again and I went to travel around Europe by myself, moved to Barcelona and then I came back for three weeks in February of this year. And that was probably the hardest three weeks of my life. Um, because I had not just traveled, but I had also lived in a different place, a place that was more in line with my beliefs. Um, I had mm-hmm. met even like the people that I met while I was living in Barcelona 
they were just the exact type of people I had been looking for my entire life. Um, I don't know. It was a, it was a very strange feeling coming back. I just felt so out of place. I felt like nothing had changed, but I had changed and no one could see it. Um, I felt like no one could understand what I was going through, through because no one had experienced it. No one that I had left behind here had been through what I had been through, whether that be like, um, like the decision of leaving my entire life that I had here, um, leaving my husband, moving and like traveling by myself and moving to a different country that where I knew absolutely no one. Um, and like all the, all the hardships I had gone through, even while I was traveling, because all kinds of things happened to me while I was traveling by myself. I am the worst person with like directions and I kept getting <laughs> lost. I got, um, things got stolen. I ended up in like a different city. It, it was crazy. Like all, so many things happened to me. And like, whenever I would tell these stories to anyone, they're like, Oh, that's so cool. And then I would move on. Right. Like, right, no, yeah. you don't like, you don't understand <laughs> what I'm going through. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I felt very out of place again. Um, I felt, I don't know. And like, I just experienced really bad reverse culture shock. Everything, everything that was going on here in this place, not just my family and friends, but just like every, the way that things were done, how I had to drive instead of walk. I was so used to walking everywhere. Um, the costs of things like buying a coffee here, which would have been like, a euro in Spain cost me like six dollars. Um, yeah. just all these little things that I didn't even think about before were affecting me so much. Whenever I would go to a coffee shop, like I love going to coffee shops and work from there, but whenever I had to pay the six dollars, I was just like, Oh, oh no, $6. I want to go back to Spain. <laughs> yes. I would have like a little meltdown. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know. It, it was really, really tough. Um, and this time around I left again. So I was in February, was here for three weeks. Then I went to Lima to live there for a while. Then I went back to Spain over the summer and now I came back to California again, um, end of September. And when I came back this time, I mean, it was hard as well, but I kind of expected it. You know, I had already gone through the, the worst. Yeah. The, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> the worst period of my life back in February. So I knew what was coming. I still had like a really strong reverse culture shock visiting those old places like Huntington Beach, where I had lived for five years, just felt so odd. I felt like I had never even lived there, even though I had been there for so many years. You know, I just felt like I just couldn't identify myself with the place anymore. Um, and it's, I still feel like that even here right now, I'm staying in Palm Springs and I'm at my, my parents' house, um, until I decide like what my next destination is. And even just being here at a place where it's supposed to be home, I don't feel like it's home at all. Um, so it's tough. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure you, you basically feel the same way, right? Like where, yeah, definitely. I think last year is when I experienced my really rough patch, which was mm -hmm. February of last year. So 2017 or January, February. I mean, I was so funny that it's the same definitely the rough, yeah, <laughs> it's like the roughest time of my life that I went through. And then, you know, it, I think I mentioned this in my first solo episode, but yeah. I 
you know, didn't have any money. I didn't have any job. And I still wrote down, I was like, what's going to make me feel better? I'm going to write down my travel plans, even though I don't know if I'm going to travel this year. And then things just started happening. I went to Ecuador. um, I booked a wedding in Italy. And then once I booked that wedding in Italy, I was like, just ready to make the most of my time being abroad again. And then I ended up staying for four months instead of the two months that I had originally planned. So, you know, and now I'm going through the same thing. It's like, okay, I'm home now. I'm working um, at my real estate job that I worked at for years. Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, things are, uh, things are just easier because I already went through the worst. And because I do have so much more clarity on everything, like doing this podcast is my way of like traveling to an extent when I'm not traveling, because I get to talk to people that are traveling and talk to people and connect with people in the same way that I would connect with them when, you know, I'm, wandering around alone. So, you know, that's why it's so important for me to like do this. And I know in a large part, that's a big part of like why you do everything else that you're doing, like LB social and, you know, the, this women empowerment program, which I know that you guys are just starting. So I'm really excited to hear more about that. So tell me more about LB social and some of those things, because I know that, you know, like we said, when we're going through these rougher periods, it's really important for us to obviously connect with new people and just keep focusing on the things that we love, which are traveling. And I love to hear about everybody's creative projects and passion projects they're working on. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I feel like that's exactly what's keeping me going. Um, just all these projects that I have in mind, they just kind of happened. Um, so LVS social, it's actually like little black shell social. Um, it, the idea came to me actually in February when I was here and just having like the worst time. Um, I decided that I needed to focus my energy on something and that I needed like a plan in order to make this like travel lifestyle, something that I could do long term versus just, you know, like doing the collaborations and stuff with the blog was helping me obviously like fund my travels, but it had, I had to keep moving constantly. Like if I stayed in one place then it became too expensive for me to be able to afford it. Um, so for example, like when I was in Barcelona, I actually, um, had to, I took on a client, um, basically got hired on for social media by a startup, but doing it sort of freelance. It was a weird, um, situation, but I had to do something like that, something more stable in order to like be able to live there. Right. Um, so when I was here, I just decided like, okay, this is, this is good. Like I can keep going to places and just like getting hired on, but it's not really what I want to do. Like I didn't feel the passion and the point of me leaving in the first place was because I wanted to follow my dreams and pursue my passions. Right. So why would I settle for anything else now? Um, so the idea of the agency came along. Um, I had been doing like freelance social media management and like strategy. And obviously like through my blog, I had like built up a good portfolio. Um, so I figured the next step would just be an agency. Um, mm-hmm. So I started like crafting the idea. Then I am just like researching a lot and figuring out like how exactly I could do it. Then I moved to Lima for three months. Um, and then there it just kind of stopped. Right. In Lima, I had the time of my life. It was like, it it was so much fun. I had never lived there as I, I had only lived there as a kid and I hadn't really experienced it as an adult and I needed to get that out of my system. 
So I did. Um, but then I got an opportunity to go back to Spain to Mallorca for a block collaboration and then ended up staying there for the summer. And that's when the magic really happened. I felt so inspired in Mallorca. I don't know why. Something about that island was just like amazing. And that's where the whole, like basically my whole business plan Everything, everything, everything came together for the agency. So those three months in Mallorca, I just spent like networking. Um, I met, there's such a great community for of women there. For three months. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. I don't, I don't think I realized that you were there for that long. So yeah, yeah sorry. Continue. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It was so amazing. It was the best, best experience ever. Um, but I didn't know going to Mallorca. Like I had been there for only one week back when I first started my solo travels, right? Um, mm-hmm. I love the, I love the beaches and stuff, but I didn't know like the community that was there. So there's a huge community of women in Palma, which is a city in Mallorca, um, that just empower each other. So I, I became part of this community. Um, everyone, it's all women entrepreneurs from different parts of the world, mainly around Europe. Um, And they just help each other out with everything. It's such a collaborative community. And it it just inspired me every single day. So being around these women both set me in motion for the agency. And then it also um, helped me come up with the idea of the Women Empowerment Program. And this program, I know it's kind of like all... (laughs) My story is kind of all over the place. (laughs) But sometimes I just get inspired by, by one thing and I roll with it. Um... So yeah, being around this community of women, I, I realized how much it was helping me and I wanted to help other people as well. Like I wanted to shout it out to the world, right? Just be like, yeah, definitely. This, <laughs> this like this, yeah. <laughs> like this has helped me so much. I want to help you too. Um, so I started and this whole time I was also talking to my friend, Christina Wild, who is another blogger from LA. Then we reconnected in Paris before I went to Mallorca. Um, we had been helping each other out. I kept telling her about this community of women in Mallorca. She had been wanting to do something for women as well. Um, so we decided why not put together a program, um, to help like other women as well. So, (laughs) so from, I went from going, doing everything for my agency, for my blog to also taking on this women empowerment program. So I had three projects that I had to work on and that I'm still working on, um, I just finally launched um, LBS Social, so the social media agency. Like our website is up and running, the Instagram's going. Um, we have interested clients, um, so it's going really well. We're about to launch the um, Women Empowerment Program, All Things Women, um, next year. We can't. I can't give out too many details of it because still, okay. kind of like in shush shush. Um, yeah, but that's coming along as well. Um, and then I'm also even putting together a course for, um, other location independent entrepreneurs. So like to help them establish like a plan, like an action plan to actually make traveling and like the digital nomad lifestyle a long-term thing Mm -hmm. rather than struggle, um, to make ends meet basically. Um, so basically I'm trying to just do help other people with everything that I've learned. So in all aspects of my life, like how building this community and like how being surrounded by other women has helped me. So now I'm putting together a program for it, how um, starting these businesses and like having an action plan is helping me like actually keep going with a travel lifestyle. So I'm doing the course for that. 
Um, and then the social media, which has always been like a passion for me. And then just helping other brands build and become Instagram destinations. That is really <laughs> amazing and inspiring. And um, I love that concept because I feel very similar about, you know, um, the Lisbon digital nomad community because yeah. that, I mean, it really is like full circle. The whole reason this podcast is in existence is because, you know, I met so many amazing people while I was in Lisbon. And I'm so curious. So is it similar in Mallorca then that... uh it, are they digital nomads or is it just, I know that you, is it just, there's a ton of women there that work remotely and, you know, have their own businesses or. Yeah. So in Mallorca, it wasn't really a bunch of dig digital nomads. Like some of them were, um, but some were just, they mostly from other parts of Europe, a lot of Australians also that had somehow just landed in Mallorca and nobody knew how either. It was just like, Oh, something called me there. So I went literally almost everyone that I had met was saying that. So I don't know what that island has, but it just calls people and then just makes them work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and inspire and collaborate with everybody else. Like, <laughs> yeah, basically it's that's, really, that sounds so incredible. I need to get there immediately now. It's been ever since you've gone there and, you know, we're posting photos and I just like, I think it's really, um, when you're working on things like that, I think it just opens up the mind more being out in nature and being someplace really beautiful. Yeah. And I guess being on an island, that kind of does that to your brain. <laughs> I think um, so. And then you just want to share that like beauty with everybody else. And I'm so grateful for so many of, you know, the people that I've met. And so, you know, a, I didn't even know what a digital nomad was or, you know, obviously I know it's possible <laughs> for people to work remotely, you know, but it just for it to be like a commonplace thing and to know that there's a community surrounding that is, uh, you know, I think, you know, the, this podcast, you know, the soul mad crowd, it's just, um, more opportunity for people to find out about things like this. Like I had no idea about, you know, <laughs> I, for whatever reason, there's so many, you know, women that are willing to like collaborate and, um, help other people with their vision. So, mm -hmm there's another destination that people may not know about that. If I wrote a post recently that I know that you saw about figuring it out and, yep. you know, we're always trying to figure it out. I'm like, that sounds like a pretty good place to go figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why it was so helpful because it was just the perfect setting. And then just the people around there were so inspiring. So it really did help me figure everything out, like everything pieced together. Every, you know, I really believe everything happens for a reason. And I feel like everything mm -hmm. that had been happening, um, in the past two years, like all the ups and downs, all, they all just pieced together when I was in Mallorca. It, it was incredible. Um, and it really gave me clarity. It gave me, um, just like an action plan, basically. Like I knew what path I needed to follow in order to, finally make like my dreams come true if that makes sense like I felt like I was already living part of my dream right I was traveling like I was in Spain finally um but there was that other part that that still needed to happen which was establishing a business to help me like maintain myself long term doing something out of my passion and that that just really cemented it um but yeah like in Mallorca I know I really want to go. I've been to Lisbon. I was there for 10 weeks, but that's another place that I would really like to spend a few months at. Um, 
because it, it's just another place that really inspired me while I was there. And seeing your travels actually has put it in my mind even further. Um, just all <laughs> the photos that you were like, and how you were talking about like the community. Um, and I remember you were only supposed to be there for, I think like a few weeks and you ended up staying like a few months in Lisbon. Um, and I was just like, Oh yeah. my God, I, I need to go there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it became a joke because I used to go to the <laughs> weekly meetups, the Lisbon digital nomad meetups, and they started okay. making fun of me because, you know, everybody, when you, you people, they're like, Oh, how long have you been here for? When are you leaving? And my response of when I was leaving, I was like, Oh, I'm leaving in a week or so. And I kept saying this for like two months because oh my God. what happened is, you know, in the group, somebody was looking for a photographer and, you know, I was like, I'm a photographer. I'll take photos of you. So, you know, I booked a photo shoot when I first got there. That was like one of the very first days that I got there. And then I had people messaging me from that Facebook post because I guess they were looking for photographers and then other oh. people would message me. So it seemed like every week or every two weeks I would have a photo shoot and that would just prolong my stay because I didn't have a, I didn't have another ticket back. So I was just going to get a ticket you know, when I was ready to come home. (laughs) I I love that you were so flexible with it though. Like just going with the flow. Um, I feel like a lot of people have problems with that. Um, Just like have to, yeah, you just have to go with the flow when you have this lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to make the most of it too, because it's like, if you always have in your head of like the trip is ending, then that's what the focus becomes is like, Mm -hmm. this is coming to an end. So if you do, if you don't book a flight home, then it's like, you just get to enjoy the time more. I feel like, um, you know, I, I mean, I guess it can go the other way too. It's like, Oh, I need to make the most of my time, but I don't want the focus to be like, Oh, I'm leaving. Like it's a limited amount of time to do this flow of like life and nature and you know, everything like that. Yeah, I love so, that. Um, exactly. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. So next time I'll probably be in Mallorca and then you'll be in Lisbon. We'll miss each other again. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be in person for that, please. <laughs> You're literally like two hours away right now. We can make I it know. happen. <laughs> I know. We will. We will. We got to plan it. <laughs> That's oh too funny. But I feel like that is exactly what the digital nomad lifestyle is, though. Like, I have friends all over the world now. And sometimes you just randomly um, cross paths in the city. Like, when I was, like, my my co-founder or my um, business partner for the women program, it all started because we reconnected in Paris. Like, right before moving to Mallorca. And the only reason I was in Paris was because before that, I was in Greece and I had it in my head that I needed to be in Mallorca. Like I, I was just so inspired there. I needed to go back. So I cut my trip to Greece short and I booked a flight to Pisa and then to Paris and then to Mallorca because it was the cheapest way of going back. And then while I was, yes. <laughs> yeah, so it was, yeah, I, I had to do all these stops along the way because otherwise it was just too expensive. And yeah, it, it, everything happened for a reason. I, my little, um, stop in Paris led to me building this program with, a girl that I didn't even, I, I knew, but I hadn't even connected with properly before and our business partners, you know? So if I hadn't gone with Incredible. that flow or followed my intuition, then it, none of this would be happening. But yeah. <laughs> so, I'm you sure know, you have so many more stories like that. I have a ton of them too, of these like full circle moments where if like, 
you know, even me, the reason I was in Paris in 2016 is because I ran out of money and that was the cheapest way for me to get back home to the <laughs> States is yeah. a Norwegian flight to back to LA. So I was in Paris. Um, and then I, I needed, I wanted to book a shoot there so badly. So I ended up posting on Model Mayhem and I got a photo shoot for an engagement shoot. And then that ended up being the wedding that I shot the next year in Italy, which is if that that. wedding wouldn't have happened, then so many other things probably wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have shot the Yacht Week. I wouldn't have gone to Bosnia. I wouldn't have gone to Slovenia. I wouldn't have gone back to Lisbon. So it's just like this incredible, like, you know, a snowball effect of like, you know, amazing connections that happen. If like, can you imagine like in your life not having those things happen just because of this, like one instance? Really? It's it's insane. It's insane. (laughs) Like, yeah, I I don't know. It's, and whenever I try, I, I guess that's another reason why I like coming back here was so hard for me because whenever I talk about these things with other travelers, like how I'm talking to you, you get mm-hmm. it. It's happened to yeah. you too. But then when I come back here and I try to explain these things, I just, people look at me like I'm nuts, right? It's like, okay, like, I, I don't yeah, know. They really don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's so frustrating. I'm like, just come with me. I want this stuff to happen to you too. Like it's, it, I live yeah. for it. Um, well, with that being said, I kind of want to uh, wrap up, but Along those lines, though, I know that like whenever I come back, you know, every time you come back from traveling, people are like, oh, how was your trip? And it's like, how do I sum up my whole trip in the <laughs> two minutes that you're you, you want me to sum up my trip? Like, do you want to sit down for a few hours and hear how my four month trip in Europe went? <laughs> like, yeah, right? Do you have 24 hours that I can talk to you? <laughs> you know, so um a, a lot of this is like, I also wanted to just document like my own like travel stories. So do you have like this? I know sometimes when people do ask me, they're like, how was your trip? And I have this one story in mind, but I'm like, <laughs> this is going to take too long for this person's attention span. And then I'm probably just going to get like, oh, cool, <laughs> you know, type of response. So I don't know. Do you have like a story that like you die to tell? <laughs> because I know I have so many stories that I die to tell people. Yeah, I have um, like a, I have like a million, but there's one <laughs> one story that was just like it was literally the worst thing that happened to me while I was traveling, but that turned into the best thing that happened to me. Um and it was basically because all of my stuff got stolen. So, it was last summer. So, my first my first time traveling by myself when I was traveling around Europe. Um I did this collaboration with Eurail. So, I was traveling around Europe for 2 months with um by train. And I was in Zurich and I had booked a train ticket to Prague, but it had a stopover in Vienna, right? And it was an Mm -hmm. overnight train. So I was in the train. There was some weird stuff happening, but whatever. I fell asleep and I had put all my stuff in my a little purse that I had. And I mean, my phone, my jewelry, my my wallet um, and my passport. And this purse I had put by my head, which I thought was safe. But when I fall asleep, especially in trains, for some reason, I just knock out. Like, you can punch me in the face and I will not wake up. Um, I feel the same way, too. I do the same thing. I'm like, I'm on a flight. I'm on a train. I'm on a bus. Like, even if it's cramped, I'm like, I just completely, like... It's like, oh, you know, you finally rest after like whatever else you're doing from traveling. Yeah, exactly. Like I had been walking all day around Zurich and, and yeah, I was exhausted. 
So I fell asleep and then I wake up around like five in the morning. Um, we were getting close to Vienna already, I think. And I wake up just to check the time, right? Because I had to put my phone in the purse and I couldn't find my purse. And I was just oh like, uh, oh my God, what the hell? Like, am I still asleep? You know, I was just like, okay, think, think, where'd you put it? Um, and then I realized it was gone. And then it was just me and this other like older German. I, I, I actually don't know where he's from, but I think we, we, we were speaking in German kind of. Um, I mean, I don't know German. It was I'm just like, like German? Cool. No, no, no. <laughs> I had taken like, some broken. basic classes when I was like in high school. So I knew basically like, hello, shit, like Scheiße. Um, <laughs> and like just, just other little things. Um, so we were basically communicating in sign language and he didn't know any English. So he noticed that my purse got stolen, right? Because I was oh the look on my face and freaking out. Like, where is it? Um, <laughs> so he, like, he was helping me try to find it. Um, we got, like, all the security people from the train involved. Whatever. The, the thing is that my purse and a bunch of others had gotten stolen. Um, they think it was, like, mm. in one of, like, the stops where people could get on, on and off. Someone, like, came and got it. So mm-hmm. my train ticket was also on there. The one for Prague. So the stop that I had to go get off and like switch for Prague was Vienna. But now I could only get off and not go to Prague because I had no train ticket. And no money or anything. And no money, nothing, (laughs) nothing, right? So I was stuck in a city unplanned. I knew absolutely no one. I didn't know the language. I didn't know anything. I was just like freaking out. Like, why is this happening to me? Um, And I get to Vienna, but... Before I, I get off, this this guy, the, this man, felt so bad for me that he gave me, like, 50 euro um, to, like, figure stuff out. And this guy, he was, like, he, he wasn't, he didn't have money. Like, he literally pulled it out of a little envelope that was probably, like, his life savings. He was telling me, like, the story how he, he was taking, like, I think it was, like, 17 trains to get back home because he had gone to visit, like, his, his son I don't know, this whole story. And I was just like, I can't take your money. Oh but I had nothing else. And he's like, well, like, please take it. So so anyways, um, I go, I get off in Vienna. And like with those 50 euros, I was able to um, like basically like take a, a, a taxi to the U.S. consulate. Um, and then there I was able to get the emergency passport. And then I went to a cafe and then I remembered that I had a cousin, I have a cousin in Madrid who had talked about having a friend in Vienna. So I put two mm-hmm. and two together and I was just like, I had my computer still. So I log into Wi-Fi at this cafe and then I like frantically contact my cousin. I'm like, this has happened. Like, please tell me <laughs> your friend still lives in Vienna. I have nowhere to stay. Like I have absolutely nothing. Right. Um, she yeah. puts me in contact with him and he was like the sweetest guy ever it was his birthday that weekend i ended up like yeah like he let me stay at his house for the weekend um invited me to his birthday party through him i met like all these other amazing people and he's one of like my closest friends now and one of the people that i met at the birthday party um he's another one of my closest friends now and we even traveled to morocco together came to visit me in barcelona like we're all making all these travel plans for the future yeah amazing and that trip literally turned into the probably the best trip out of my 
out of my whole travels. Like Vienna is such an amazing city. I had no idea. Like I had no plans of even going there. And now it's, it's just one of my favorite cities in the world. Um, the whole experience there, all the people that I met were just amazing. And they've led to so many other things like just, yeah, amazing, amazing. And it all happened at like, I went from the lowest point to the highest point, I guess. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's like my favorite travel story just because it goes from just the worst to the best. Um, right. And I remember like posting on Facebook when this was happening and I just remember it kept like getting worse and worse. Like each time you would post on Facebook, I was like, how is this happening to her? Like, you know, knock on wood. I don't even have any wood nearby to knock on. But um, it's like, I was like, I haven't even like missed a flight before. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, how is all of this happening? Um, I but I love how, um, you know, obviously you were able to find somebody. I mean, there's so many different communities to, you know, post in that people will take you in and you can feel yeah. safe. and. Like couch surfing and stuff. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> or even like girls night out, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <can> post <laughs> yeah, just- in there or... <laughs> Post an LB social or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. There's uh, always ways to get out of, like, tough situations. It's just, like, about being resourceful, I guess. Um, I'm just always know. I'm like, okay, if anything ever happens, I'll just ask Karen how she did it. Because <laughs> it seems like you've gone through all of, like, the worst travel stories in, like, one day. Like, lost passport, didn't have money. Like, you, yeah. you lost it all. And, like, I mean, thank goodness you had your computer. So, but yeah, <laughs> there's same. always internet cafes too. If they, that had been taken, but yeah, yeah always, at least you had. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, um, thank you so much for sharing everything. Like, I think yeah. immediately I need to buy a ticket to Majorca, <laughs> and, and then, or maybe listen. I just need to drive two hours to meet you. <laughs> Yes, we'll do first that, that first. first that, and then we can book a ticket together, okay? I want to yeah, go back exactly. <laughs> so I'm really excited to hear about this women empowerment program. I think that's really, I, I think uh, that's what's so special about going through all of this is that now that it's like, okay, I've gone through th- these experiences and now I want to share and help people go through the same types of, or just be a, a resource, you know? Yeah. We're all about like sharing information. So I think it's the the same for me too. It's like, okay, now I've had all these uh, amazing experiences and, you know, we do have a, a, you know, I wouldn't consider myself a travel expert, but we do have a lot more knowledge than just somebody that, you know, hasn't even gone on their first international trip. So I think it is really important to like share those resources and, you know, guide other people so they can, you know, they can go on their first travel trip or something like that. So um, yeah, I think that is, that's it. I thanks so much for coming on. Um, yeah, thanks so much for having me again. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited so, to see like where this podcast goes also. Um, super, super cool what you're doing and I'm going to be following it along and I'm going to listen to your story as soon as like we publish it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And I actually, um, I have, I have, I'm going to record so many more like solo podcast episodes just because I really want to just record my own stories and have documentation of them when I'm like 80 years old and I can Yay. listen back on, you know, how I made out with that boy in the streets of Paris <laughs> one night, you know? Ooh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you so much. Once again, this is Karen. She's a world traveler and location independent entrepreneur. And you can follow along on her adventures on Instagram at Little Black Shell. So thanks again so much, Karen. And um, this is the Soul Mad crowd. Thank you.